Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sarah Hallett and this is the Business of Being an Artist podcast, hosted by the Meta Foundation and in partnership with ArtSource South Africa and sponsored by the Friedrich Naumann Foundation. This podcast comes off the back of a four-month workshop that we've just completed that focused on the entrepreneurial skills required to be a visual artist in South Africa. The course covered topics ranging from networking, professional documents, professional practice, budgeting and planning, through to presentation skills and critical feedback on the artist's work. Welcome, welcome everyone. This is the first episode in a four-part series that looks to unpack some of the topics and meet some of the speakers and participants in our Business of Being an Artist series. Before we kick off, let me tell you a little bit about us. The Meta Foundation was founded in 2020. And it was founded specifically to develop programming for August House, strategic programming that develops and supports the studio artists and their practice. August House was originally established in 2006, with its notable tenants being artists such as Mary Sabande, Gabby Ngobo, Nelson Makamo, Nicholas Lobo, and so many others. The Meta Foundation's central interest revolves around the visual arts ecosystem. We broadly define the system as having three integral and interacting pillars, namely the artist, the artworks, and the audiences. If you look at our logo, you can see it's made up of three triangles. Without one of these elements, the ecosystem will collapse. We started the business of being an artist course because it's my belief that the artistic dream is one where the artist focus solely on making great work, but the reality is very different. It's not enough for an artist to be talented. In fact, I would argue that's only the beginning. They really need to understand how to get their work out into the market and to understand, quote unquote, how the system works. This is an extremely challenging career choice. But for most creative people, creating, the act of creating is not a choice. It's like speaking. They have to do it. And the world would feel terribly unnatural for them to be silent. So today we have two participants from the Business of Being an Artist course that we've just completed in studio today with us. And we're going to speak to them about their expectations of the course, what they learned on the course, and where they see themselves going in the future. Before we start our discussion, we want to just take a moment for introductions. So, Mohini, can I ask you to please tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Mohini Pale. I'm a visual artist. I've been practicing for the last two years, did a BA Fine Art at WITS, and found myself a little bit lost in, in how to establish my place in the industry. And then saw the call out and decided to apply. Yeah, I saw the call out and I decided to apply. And enjoyed the course? It's been an incredible experience. The last four months have just been transformative. Awesome. Alpheus. (laughs) Hi, Louis Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Yeah, first thing first, it's it's such a pleasure to be here. Um, I can't even believe that like this is me like thinking of just, you know, my career and where I started. So my name is Alphius, Alphius Nguebe. I'm an artist, I'm a visual artist. I'm from Limpopo, 28 years old. Um, I think I've always had a creative side to me. I just never knew how to really, you know, regulate it. So I used to sketch a lot and I then studied graphic design. 
started graphic design, but then I started doing digital and painting as well. So the past year was all about me figuring out how do I practice um, organically and as a professional artist. So the four months made a huge impact on my career and how I look at the business of being an artist. So let's just unpack that a second, right? Um, both of you said it was four months. Mm. It's actually was one week a month for four months. So it was actually a four week course. Mm. It's equally as long as it is short, ironically. Yeah. Alphys, can you kind of tell us before you started the program, mm-hmm. what did you think a successful practicing artist, like what did that mean on a day-to-day practical level for you? The course changed how I view artists, how I look at the art world, or what I thought an artist should be, you know. I just thought you had to be talented, and then a gallery will just take you, and then that is that. Um, I didn't understand the business side, so that was quite refreshing to actually learn, like, how to be, because, like, it's an actual business. So the course changed that for me. Like, if you're an artist, it's actually a business. You're running a business. So it sort of changed the way I look at that, also how gallery, how galleries operate, curators, also other ways to make money, also things that you shouldn't do that could also potentially ruin your career. So it was sort of a mind map or career guide, things that I could, like a fast track of things that like I could have learned maybe 15 years from now. So it was quite refreshing learning everything. Mahini, what did you feel like for you personally was the most kind of challenging aspect because you have done a reasonable amount as an artist right you this year you showed at turban art fair you have worked as an artist assistant like you've been around doing stuff mm-hmm. so out of all the topics and things that we discussed during the course mm-hmm. what for you was the most challenging what really forced me to sort of look at myself as an entrepreneur and not an artist, not just an artist, was the finance segment of the course. So looking at income statements and cash flows and like really implementing that into a strategic plan, because I mean, like a dreamer, art's my dream and that's what I do. I'm just a creative. And so like implementing a strategic plan that also integrates finances and a financial plan for my future really, really was an eye opener for me, but also super, super challenging because you really have to like look at yourself dead on and be like, okay, what are my bad habits? You know, I can't just buy all of the art supplies all the time because it makes me happy. You know, you you really have to bear down and slow down and think. And so that for me was quite challenging, but also very rewarding at the end of that process. Yeah, Yeah, I think a lot of artists, a lot of creatives, perhaps we Mm. should say, Mm. do like to do the dreaming and hope that somebody else is going to do the admin, the finance, the business, marketing, the other kinds of requirements. Would be nice. (laughs) And I think, yeah, I mean, it would be nice. We'd all like to get to a point Mm. where we can hand over some of those things. But the reality is when you're starting out as an artist, Mm. that we don't have the money to be able to Mm. pay somebody to do it for us. Yeah. But also I wonder, you know, learning about the stuff like how galleries work or managing your Mm. finances, any of that kind of stuff, Mm. what it does is it empowers you. So maybe one day you will hand it over 
But by the time you do that, you will have a reasonable grasp of how things should yeah, work, true. which means that it's much harder for somebody to cheat you true. or for you to lose control of your career yeah. because you know how things work. Yeah, That's true. I definitely think it's more empowering yeah. being part of every step of the process yeah. and knowing like your practice from start to finish, how it runs, yeah. um, almost like a machine in a way. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I remember Liz said, our coach, Liz said, you need to know yourself and you also need to know your practice. Mm. So that's the only way you're going to succeed and you need to be in control of your ship. So if you're in control, then everything that's happening around your work or where it goes or your finances, you will always be a step ahead. So it helps to be involved. And I think like involved in all these different areas. Mm -hmm. The two of you actually were part of the team who curated and marketed the final exhibition. So just to give some context to our listeners, at the end of the program, artists had to produce work which is why it was it goes over a four-month period, so they had enough time to produce work for a group exhibition, which was then curated by the artists, led by Mohini and her team, and marketed, which Alpheus undertook to do, um, themselves. And the exhibition was extremely well attended, works definitely sold, but I would love to hear from the two of you working in a different perspective. So now, obviously, you have works on show, but you are equally putting the project together. Could you give us some of the things you learned? Maybe, Mahini, starting with you. What is it like to work with a bunch of artists? Wow. And what are some of the things you would tell artists to not do to upset their curator <laughs> going forward? Um, yeah, I think as artists, I think professionalism within our practice is key. And that's something that I experienced firsthand. I mean, I've heard curators say, or, you know, there's a lot of general statements, oh, artists are so flighty and unreliable and they don't stick to deadlines. And I'm just like, oh, people are so, you know, stereotypy. Why do they just put us in boxes? And then I got selected as the curator for this exhibition. And it was like, it's a lot to manage. It is a lot of administration and organization and stuff and chasing after artists was probably what I did for like the duration of the four months while we were organizing this so I think as artists it is our responsibility to show up professionally to meet our deadlines be on time to communicate effectively and also to read the brief like understand the brief and what you're supposed to be delivering and the format you're supposed to deliver it in, in terms of like your information, just communicate, communicate and yeah. uh, just try and build some sort of relationship of understanding with your curator because they, as much as they are, you know, sort of leading the team and, and putting this exhibition together, they are also there to serve you. So yeah, that one, that's a big one. And I think also, you know, everyone's time, there are only so many hours in a day, right? True. So a curator would love to be able to spend more time maybe researching you or writing mm -hmm. about you or creating an awesome catalog, but they're spending a lot of time trying to find out what year the work was made in. And yeah. they've sent like three emails trying to get the correct information. Yeah, and that, that 
chasing down and like sending the three emails takes away time from creating depth in the narrative of the exhibition. So yeah, I think being respectful of other people's time is also a very, very key thing. As artists, we kind of get wrapped up in our own stories and, you know, it's about the work and it's about us and what we're trying to say. But I think it's also just to be important to be considerate of others and conscious in your practice. Alphius, you undertook the marketing. I think you did an incredibly good job. What kind of feelings about, I don't know, lessons did you learn with the artists? What did you feel about the exhibition? First thing first, I would say that like having a team that works together helps a lot. Um, The marketing team was brilliant. And also the fact that like we're all multifaceted, different skills, we had different kinds of talents. We we're all willing to help each other pull things together. It helps when there's a cohesive team and communication. Communication is very important. If you can't do something, let people know. So the fortunate part about our team is like Rejoice, who was also in my team. Um, she's, she's a multimedia designer. She's a graphic designer as well. I'm also a graphic designer. So we're able to bounce off ideas. And Mohini and her team... Dumisanio is also a digital artist, digital yeah. creator. So the whole combination was almost like set up to be that. So the the marketing was actually brilliant. It was top-notch technology, all the best systems we could use to make it look good. Um, also, another thing that also made it great was that participation of the artists. If there's a show coming up, posting about it. Um, telling people, sending out emails, potential art buyers, the marketing behind the scenes. For instance, marketing for the exhibition was not just sending, putting up your thing on WhatsApp. It's telling everybody that you know is a potential buyer, people that you could potentially work with, or people that have bought your work in the past. And also trying to work with um, writers and media publications. And the marketing also doesn't stop after the exhibition. After the show, you try to get people to write about you. So we were very privileged to have people who were interested to write about us. Some popular um, um, Instagram handles reposted about us. There was a lot of questions. I mean, just after the, the show... The way it went so well. One of the one of uh, of the tourists from America said to me, "Is this show coming to Cape Town?" And I'm like, "We'd love it to. <laughs> We'd love it to. <laughs> yeah." So because it reached a lot of people, yeah. my Instagram reached a lot of. Mm. I was like, "Wow!" But I think your point about collaboration yeah. with the artists, because uh, I see this a lot as somebody who puts on a lot of exhibitions. Mm. The artists kind of drop their work and then they walk away mm. and they leave it. Mm. And the reality is that unless you've got a lot of paid-for media behind you, yeah. the best way to get the thing out is for everybody to mm. do the posts mm. and like send it out and really yeah. make an effort. Mm. And then you see a huge response. I mean, we must have had 150 people at that. More than that. It was massive. It was huge. Yeah, probably 200 to 300 people. Mm. I think what I learned from being a part of this team as well and this experience was that you are your own resource. 
Mm. Yeah. So like each of us brings a set of skills to the table, even if it's something that you don't count as valuable or don't even see within yourself. Like everybody has got a set of skills that can be put to use, you know, and a set of skills and a network like the people, you know, um, you know, Alpheus was really, really amazing at tapping into that network and being like, okay, who do I know that can help us, that can show up for us, that can share this. And that I think was something that I really learned from you, Alpheus, which, uh, yeah. yeah. One of the um, modules mm-hmm. that Les Con, everyone, Les Con is from ArtSource, our, yeah. our partner in the course. Brilliant. Um, Phenomenal woman. <laughs> she does a, a module called Your Network is it's Your, your Net Worth. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, is what this talks to, right? We've all Definitely. got people that we don't think about mm. who we can leverage in different ways, whether it's from skills or people who know people who know people mm. that we can utilize to help ourselves grow as artists, get further along in your careers. Mm. Yeah, see some movement. Mm. Guys, as we're starting to wrap up the episode, I'd love to know, maybe Mahini, we can start with you. Where do you kind of see you, yourself going? Like if we look in the next 12 months, what's Mahini's game plan? Sure, the game plan. Uh, having the opportunity to curate a show has really opened my eyes to curating as something that's part of my art practice. I feel like it really rounds out um, the whole experience. So you're not just making, oh, I'm just not making art for myself because I think it's cool or whatever, but I'm also making art with the viewer in mind or the audience in mind. So it's speaking back to that ecosystem and tying it all together. So I think for me, it's the next year is going to be about delving into that pool of curating and exploring that, doing some research around it, applying it to my practice. I am, yeah, I'm hoping to get a studio space set up where I can produce some work. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe some more group exhibitions, probably pull together a few of the participants from the business of being an artist course and do a few more showcases because there's some serious talent there. I mean, everybody was really, really amazing. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, working with everybody in the future. Yep. Awesome. Alpheus, what's the next 12 months hold? Oh my gosh. Um, since there was something mentioned in the course, the strategic plan, it has also helped me to sort of have like a plan. Like if you have a plan and your short-term goals and your long-term goals, you work towards something. So one of the things that I'm working on right now is I'm working towards auctioning, putting my work on auction for the Smile Foundation. And also I'm trying to collaborate with the creative auction whereby it's also about mental health because my art speaks on mental health um i'm working on another show that i can't really speak about yet because of the beginning but it's all about the environment and using art to influence change in the environment and lettering and also potentially to get into other shows that i'll speak to you more about sarah in the meta foundation and potentially get a studio space I'm working on a few things. I just need to sort of plan them properly. But then these things, I can confirm that like are my near future plans for 2024. And this has been such a beautiful experience. I would love to work with you all more. Um, the artists were brilliant. And also now that we know our voice, like it's much easier to know where to go and, you know, which people to work with, which, you know, and yeah, I think I think I have a direction of where I want to take my career. 
That's awesome. I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing yeah. where you guys are going. Yeah. I think these kinds of courses um, take some time. Mm-hmm. To, you know, you need to you need a minute to reflect and kind of digest mm. what's happening. And you literally finished this in November, mm. and it is now the end of November. So you know, it was <laughs> yeah. very far away. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to mm. come up with. Mm. And I think it's you know, I think one of the great kind of proud things for me having instigated this course is to know that you now understand that if this is something you want to do mm. this is your job job yeah it's the just job like job. any job job yeah it's mm-hmm. gonna require more than just the creative dreaming yeah that's like the hobbyist's vibe to mm. the art world right yeah mm. but the job job is the planning and the fundraising and the networking and the marketing and yeah, yeah. so i'm excited to hear that you guys have kind of taken that out of the course mm. Tick box, yay! <laughs> yeah, I think it's also just important to say from the whole group, Sarah, we're all so grateful for this experience. Thank you for putting it together and for all the work you've done for us. Like, it's a game changer in the industry. And I really, really hope that more people get the opportunity to experience this course because... Yeah, we hope yeah. so too. I think it is yeah. it is an important thing. I think Liz does amazing work. Yeah. Um, and again, please go and check out all the links in the show yeah. notes. Mm. Um, because I think there's a lot that people can learn, even mm. if they're not able to participate in the course. But we are hoping to do more. So yeah. Yep. And speaking of which, also thanks to Liz. Liz was yes, running the program definitely. for the past four months. I mean, Liz is a genius. She's <laughs> able to get into your brains and your just shift your entire the way you look at the yep. art world. Yeah. Mm. Also thanks to the Friedrich Newman. For sponsoring this, yeah, yeah, for sure. They did such an incredible job. I was speaking to Nicolette saying like, hey, this was a beautiful experience for me. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of people who want to take this on. So hopefully we have something like this next year. And also another thing, thanks to, thanks to Meta Foundation and your staff, August yeah. House as the venue. You guys really showed up for you us. showed up everyone. for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I know anything like this. There's very few of this, hey? So this was such a beautiful experience. We're very grateful for you, Sarah. And I hope hopefully um, other artists get to have this opportunity. Thanks, guys. And thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate yeah. it. And for elevating our brand. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, may we go on and do great things, all of us. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, thanks Sarah. So We're hoping to run this course annually. So please keep a lookout on our socials for more. Thank you for your time today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We are the Meta Foundation, and our work focuses on programming for August House, a studio space in Dürmfentin, Johannesburg. For more information on either the Meta Foundation or August House, you can check out the links in the show notes. We want to thank our sponsors of this program, the Friedrich Naumann Foundation and Corum Property Holdings for their ongoing support of the Meta Foundation. 